You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a GBR production. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podbean, Pandora, and all your other favorite podcast locations. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please... Stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. You better have nice attire because you got clothes in the dryer. My favorite cable show is The Wire because you got clothes in the dryer. Yeah. All right. Let's fuck this pig. Yeah, let's do it. new movie that was on the HBO Max Prime. Have you ever seen that brand new movie, uh, Goodfellas? Fuck, I offered you a chance when we could have done something, and you blew it! You blew it! Ladies and gentlemen, PayPal What's New presents Late to the Party. Yes! (laughs) Hey, everybody! It's, uh... It's us. It's, it's Hey Pal, What's New? It's a special edition of Hey Pal, What's New? That's right. Get Arnold, get Dudley, get Gordon Jump, take your shirts off, go into the bike store. It's a very special deep episode of Hey Pal, What's New? Garbage Day! That's right. <laughs> it's Garbage Day. That's right. My name is Greg. Hey, and over there. Yes. And today, we, we decided that... Um, we've been talking about it. We've been teasing it the past couple of episodes that we wanted to do um, just like little bonus content, little uh, bonus episodes um, geared towards something else. You know, when there's a when there's a week where there's not really anything like I haven't been watching movies lately and TV is TV and music sucks. What better thing to do? We always talk about and I'm sure my boy here has always oh. gotten into those discussions where. You know, somebody brings up a classic movie um, or something. Goodfellas. Yeah. And then somebody goes, I've never seen that movie. And then what's the immediate reaction? What? You've never seen Goodfellas? Oh, my God. I can't believe you've never watched Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. So we always talk about that. I mean, more more me than than my boy here. But I did. um, And this is something that we're going to start doing. Uh, periodically, we might add them onto an extra week. We might just do it as a week, you know, uh, when we need to. But uh, we decided to uh, come up with this special segment, kind of like our rank episodes, where this one is called "Late to the Party." Now, what that means is uh, one of us will bring up a movie, and the other one will look at them and go, what, "You've never fucking seen that movie. That movie is amazing. You have to watch that movie." And you're like, yeah, and I I've done it a bunch of times. The the big running joke is I've never seen Game of Thrones. Uh, I never watched Mad Men. It broke my heart. I watched maybe like one season of Lost. Um, but movie wise, we think movie wise, we're gonna do more of like a deep dive into a movie that I've seen 
and is one of my all-time favorites. You know that I'm a Hari, uh, a Hari, <laughs> a Hari Krishna. You didn't know that I was Hare a Hari Krishna. Krishna. Oh, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Oh, Hari, Hari. Oh, Hari, yeah. Rama. Oh, Rama. Merry New Year. But, you know, I'm a horror junkie. And there was one movie. And, and this guy has uh, come onto the scene fairly recently. Uh, has put out two movies. And uh, Mr. John Alex here has seen one of them. Yeah. And I finally broke him down. And uh, he's going to tell me about this great new movie that he saw. <laughs> um, so please enlighten me. You, you with this say movie. that, but you know this movie isn't that old either. No, no, it's not. <clears throat> it was it was a tough one to get. I think the next late to the party one we'll do is um, further down the line. I know that uh, Avatar Two: The Shape of Water is coming out. I've never seen Avatar ever. Um, and that's usually the one where people go, "What oh, the fuck? You never saw Avatar? Seen in 3D?" I just blue people fucking flying on pelicans. I just fucking didn't care. Um, but so I hear it's good. I, so I did jump the gun and throw it up on the screen there. But the movie we are talking about is Midsummer. Yeah, I know it's written Midsommar, S O M M A R, but that is like the what is it? Ice, the, not Icelandic, the Swedish way. Or Norwegian, wherever the fuck they were. That's the way of writing Midsummer. That's Midsummer. It's that, Midsummer. Okay, yeah, because so many people are either Midsommar mm. or Midsummer. It was a movie I saw a couple. Now, when did this movie come out? 2019. Okay, so it's not that old. No, three years. Um, now his pre it's long. Yeah, two I and mean, a half hours, and it didn't seem like two and a half hours to me. No, see, I I caught on to uh, a couple years ago. I think maybe his movie before this hereditary i think which is out. my next one to watch yeah that one came out i think 2017 i want to say um and it was one of those movies where people were saying in the horror community like this is the next exorcist like this is gonna scare the piss out of you it's fucking creepy it's a, and granted it's definitely uh, the director and writer of uh Hereditary was movie. 2018. Oh, 18, yeah. So he and cranked he them has out. coming out this year, Disappointment Boulevard. Ooh, and when's that supposed to come out? It says 2022. Oh, don't give me a date. expected 2022. Yeah, the 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 director's name is Ari Aster. He, uh, the two movies that I've seen, both we're gonna go, we're gonna wow. take a little deep dive. We're gonna do a triple Lindy into uh, midsummer, midsummer, um, just to get John's take on it. Um, and, you know, if, if it's a movie that you like horror, you like trippy shit, definitely check this out. Yeah, it, it, it took a turn. I'm, I started watching this going like, oh, this is going to be a fun little coming of age, you know, dealing with tragedy. Because, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, for those of you who haven't seen this movie. Uh, yeah, fucking spoilers on a three-year-old movie. Yeah, we're going to spoil the shit it out of It starts off movies. with like her trying to get in touch with her sister who left her this sent her this weird email mm -hmm. and she's freaking out and her sister's bipolar. Yep. And turns out the sister basically hooked the two fucking cars in the garage up to the tailpipe a hose. Yep. Literally puts one on her own face as a gas mask and then one in the room of her parents and they all fucking die. Yeah. So now she's basically an orphan. She's like distraught. She's also a very fucking codependent, needy bitch. Yes, uh, it's it's quite the comedy. I don't mean to be derogatory <laughs> utilizing the the word the b word because I get a lot of shit for that. Um, 
I don't mean it that way. It's just she's very fucking needy. Yeah. And, well, she's been through a lot of trauma, so, you know. Well, it, even before that, though, because her boyfriend's talking about how, like, she's just, like, you know, he she was going to break up with her boyfriend. And, well, no, he was going to break up with her, but then she, like, has this tragedy about her sister, and now he's fucking stuck. Yeah. Oh, Pull, that's the worst. And he's, he's got this trip scheduled to go with one of the guys is a uh exchange student yes from this village in i want to say sweden yeah it's kind of that like norwegian kind of sweden type area i don't even know if they get really i mean they have the town is is what they say but they don't i don't know if they really discuss whether it's a, a specific um a specific you know like whether it's in sweden or norwegian or norway or whatever to, uh, um, fabled Swedish Midsummer Festival. Okay. So they're visiting the. Now it's this this like hidden community. It's like a. I, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna drop it. Call your mom. You're in a cult. Um, <laughs> call your dad. You're in a cult. Uh, it, it's like a cult. So I'm watching. I'm like, oh, she's going, and like they get there, and they fucking drop. They're they're doing mushrooms. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, they get there, and the exchange student. He's very like, oh, you just can't wait to see this. We live differently than everybody, and it's going to be fun. And there's two of uh, – well, actually, it starts as one. One of the characters right. is writing, like, his thesis, his yes. college thesis on this culture. Right. So he's, you know, writing notes, taking pictures, even though he shouldn't. Um, and then there's um, the main character, the, the, the woman, her boyfriend. Played by Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Uh, everybody, hubba hubba. the pew. Um, yeah, sure. Her character. I was a little shocked at, at Will Poulter because mm. he's been in a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the boyfriend, Jack Rayner, the, well, his Christian mm -hmm. boyfriend, Christian, Christian, that yeah. actor, Jack Rayner is like more of a, it seems like he's more of a voice actor than anything else. I tried to look up what he's done and it's a lot of like, uh, let's go with like, you know, indie type films i want to say like this i considered this more of an indie film yeah i mean it's it's not like a blockbuster i don't know if it's something where both these movies like made a ton of money but they're ari aster and these two movies um right. the one we're talking midsummer uh, midsummer um is highly regarded you know right. as like master he's like the new face of horror you know because yeah. we've and time, I didn't know this was going to be a horror movie going into it. Yeah, I just said watch Midsummer. I didn't give him any explanation of what it was. I it, and his movies are definitely movies that you want to go in cold. Yeah. You want like the basic premise of it, but you really don't want to know. Well, like looking at Hereditary, I'm like, oh, it's this fucking okay, family, grandma dies, you got mm -hmm. this freaky. And what is with him with the freaky looking kids? He loves his freaky looking kids. He's got kids. The, the one kid in Midsummer that's deformed. Yeah. And you find out, well, that's a baby of incest. Yeah, inbred because baby. Because they're, they're inbred baby. They're a very close community mm -hmm. that, like, they don't really have much of an option other than inbreeding. Yep. And you get that wackadoodle every time. Just that total, like, classic, like, this is your stereotypical what happens when family members have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get this, what yeah. they would deem, a, you know, this, you get this monstrosity that comes out. And I don't mean to be disparaging. I'm just, no. you know, it's, mean, that, it's that stereotypical, this is what you get when you have sex with your relatives. You, you don't mix the fluids of the blood, no, you know. No. Uh, you hear that freaking flowers in the attic? The, you know, yeah. my new <laughs> obsession. Um, 
Yeah, so and another thing that's great about this movie too is that it's all like very bright daylight. Yes. Now you don't see thrillers. It's always darkly like you know, even hereditary is right. very dark lit, you know, when you get to that one. This is like bright. It's one of those things that reminded me of um one of my other favorite horror movies, uh The Devil's Rejects. Yes. Where that whole movie is in broad daylight and it it if it's unsettling. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So let's go into, so uh, Florence Pugh, her family dies. She's distraught. Now the boyfriend, she, he kind of, inv- I, I don't know if he invited her or she invited herself, but he invites her thinking like, well, she's not going to fucking come. Yeah. That old gag. <laughs> and then she comes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where she is, you know, and it's, it's a good Subject to the fact that, like, you know, when somebody goes through that much trauma, yeah. and like you said, he was just about to break up with her because she was a pain in the ass. She's very, she's very, she has a lot of anxiety, and even before this happened, she and they don't her. have sex. Yeah, they're just very, they're definitely on the outs. And when something traumatic like that happens, when a family member dies and they're distraught, you're like, fuck. Now I got another at least Ugh. three to six months with this. I moment. can't be the guy who dumped his girlfriend at her dad's funeral. Yeah, exactly. Again. And then when they get to the part where they're doing this trip and it's supposed to be a guy's trip and they're going to do their thesis and it's going to be awesome. And then she tags along. She's like, yeah, I think I'll go. And they're like, not only is she a bummer, but she's one of those, you know, we've all been in relationships in the past where you have the one that just clings. Yep. You know, me being with you all the time. Yeah. Me being a musician, I was in plenty of relationships in the past, you know, when I was in my 20s and 30s, when I was playing gigs and they had to go to every gig they had to be. And, and, you know, when you take some not to discount, you know, people's relationships and stuff like that. But like you get in a situation where, you know, when I used to play gigs and I'd have a girlfriend that would go to every gig, it was kind of like. Now I have to worry about, is she all right? Is, and everything's is focused on her. And I can't focus on what I'm doing right. because I'm too focused on her. But anyway, I digress. So <clears throat> they head off to this lovely town. And again, they've got this like lovely town that's like this community. And I'm thinking, like, in my head, I'm going, all right, like, they're going to be this hippy-dippy community and... You know, something's going to happen and she's going to be like, it's going to be she falls in love with this guy and stays with him. Mm. And the boyfriend like is like who was going to stay and thinks he's going to like have this great experience. Is like, fuck you. I'm leaving. I thought it was going to be something like that. Yeah. And it so wasn't. No. <laughs> so like immediately when they get there uh, now, who's the uh, the character that actually lives there in the cult? We're going to have to pull up their names because I'm uh, horrible at names. Yeah. So he gets there. And Pele. Pele. Pele or Pelly. Pelly. Yeah. P E L L E. Okay, good. Thank you. I can even see that now. So this is good. Um, so they get there and, you know, they're like, oh, it's beautiful. It's like out in the countryside and everybody's dressed. It's a very cultish, but almost kind of Amish. Like yeah. everything's white, but, but it's like green. The, it's you know? what you would think about like a Dutch community where they were like the white with the patterns and clogs and it, yeah, it very much yeah, looks I was like going to say the only thing they're missing is wooden Sound shoes. Yeah. Um, so they get there and they're like oh my god this place is beautiful and everybody's so nice they're hugging everything they sit down for big dinners and then they decide well, let's do some mushrooms. Now yeah. you mentioned well, they didn't even they, sit down for the mushrooms it was like when they got there and they meet them in the field and they pull over it's like this is my brother Ulf. <laughs> Ulf. <laughs> Ulf. 
this is my brother and they like they're about to do it and she's like no i'm not just not in a headspace and then the boyfriend's like yeah i'm gonna hold off and wait to do it with her and they're like oh well then we're all gonna be having different trips and it's like she's like no no i'm fine i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it yeah and they all do mushrooms now you said to and me, i love that the one guy what is it uh mark yeah and that's the guy who you see like in like the movies he's the red-haired like got the weird eyebrows played by will poulter yeah um i wish i could remember what else he was in but like He's the one who's like, God damn it, we gotta do this. What the hell? Blah 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he's like a dude, bro. Most of the guys, he's having this... the bad trip. Yeah, <laughs> most of the guys in this movie uh, are kind of dude broish. You know, there's the one guy I believe oh. his name is uh... really quick. He, Will Will Poulter is you might know him from. Uh, he was in We're the Millers. Oh, okay. If you saw that. Yeah. He was also in Maze Runner. Yes. And the Chronicles of Narnia. Narnia, and the Lion, the Witch, and my balls. It, I didn't see this, but in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, he plays Adam Warlock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I didn't know that. So yeah. I was I was today years old when I learned that one. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they get there and they decide to do mushrooms. Now, me personally, I've never done mushrooms. Um, I've tripped a shit ton. Yeah, and you said college. it was very, very... Oh, very accurate to tripping balls. Yeah, and it was interesting because, you know, I've never... Thank God, I mean, I have my own problems with drugs and alcohol, but, like, I've never gotten into hallucinogenics. Um, cause I, I like a, them a little too much. Yeah, but you said it was very depictive of, like, how that feeling is, where everything's pulsing and everything feels like it's breathing and, and brighter. You know, so they're already in this weird situation, right? But they made the best of it. They go into um, like a, it's like a barracks almost like, but yeah. it's beautiful. Everything is and like. everybody, they have like the four stages of life. Yep. And it's like the, you're young, it's like zero to, was it like 30 years old? It yes. was literally some weird number like that, that you're considered like young. Yeah. And then from like. 30 to 40 some 50 something you are considered like the like, next stage and the then, elder statesman kind of thing right and then up to they cut it off at like what was it 72 and mm. they're like what happens after that and they're like yeah you think he's joking and they they get to the community and they're like having this big dinner and they have this whole ceremony where these the oldest people are there and they stand up and everybody has to wait for them to sit and then to eat to start eating and that one mark guy is like fuck you can tell he's he drove me nuts he's a fucking dude bro like you said yeah we're like everybody else is sitting there quietly waiting he's like picking up his drink and drinking it he's like that kid at wait we haven't said grace yet what are you doing yeah yeah he's he's got no he's no filter kind of guy to the point I think it was even before the. Uh, the dinner where he he pisses on like a sacred. That was tree. later. Oh, that, that was, was way later. at the okay, end. We'll get to that. So, yeah. So they're 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 getting used to the community and stuff, and everybody in there like the, it, It's it's interesting because there's nobody. Me personally, when I watched it, uh, and I've watched it a few times because I fucking love it. It's you don't root for any of these fucking kids. No. They're all fucking like pretentious, fucking yep. ass, like just. You know, you kind of Florence Pugh's character because just she's so needy, wanty, whiny, like oh yeah, yeah. Annoyed the shit. And they're also and who's the one guy he goes in and they distinctly and it's one of those tropes in horror where it's just like whatever you do, don't touch the red button. 
Yeah. They all touch the fucking red button yeah. where it's like you got to respect the community and their tribe and stuff like that. And, and their and culture is, and their way. And, of- you know, they show this sacred book. And uh, I think his name is Will, not Will. Um, the yeah, one who's doing his. Yeah, the Simon. one who's. Yeah, Simon. No, he's, no jo- uh, Josh. Josh. He's doing his thesis on this. He, that's Played by William thing. Jackson Harper. Yeah. Who I've seen him in a lot of stuff, but I think the thing he's most memorable for me um, fuck, not that memorable. <laughs> yeah, Was it the show Love Life? I, I don't think. know. I don't know. But his character, The Good Place, that's where I know. Uh, he was the he was the he was the one black guy on The Good Place. Yeah, who played the guy who was like very organized and every. I don't know if you've ever watched The Good Place. I've seen some of it. Yeah. So he was he would. That's where I knew him from. Was The Good Place. Mm. So like he goes into like this sacred thing and there's this book and. He starts fucking taking pictures of it, and they're well, like, "Yo, dude, what the fuck?" He, you know, he like, asks, "Like, can I take a picture?" And they're like, "No, you cannot share our secrets with anyone." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh," and you realize, like, the the book, bringing it back around, yeah, the, the incest kid, yeah, <laughs> is just paint on a paper, and they interpret the mess that, of finger painting on the pages, yeah, as their scripture, and they keep writing these books as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And he, they're like, no, you can't take pictures. Like, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. And then he comes back later at night, like you said, and goes in there and goes, fuck you, where's the book? I'm taking pictures. And he's like, yeah. shh, 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 and then someone walks in. Oh, it's just that. And that's where the turn happened for me. I think there was someone before him yeah. who went off and never came back, and I didn't even think about it. Well, they did get to that. The couple. Yeah. So, so back to go the back. dinner. Yeah. That old couple, they go to this, like, looks like a quarry. And they go, uh, they get carried on a, uh, uh, one of those like Cleopatra like yeah. pedestal things. Now they're like the hosts of this party. Yes. Like they're, they're like the, the, the guests, of, not the guests of honor, but oh, like yeah, they're the guests the, of honor. Yeah. They're the guests of honor. And everybody's making a big deal about this elder couple. And yep. they're like, oh, that's so nice. They're like celebrating, a, you know, being older and being an elder statesman, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, like you said, they go to this quarry, they go up to the top, and the woman's like, she does this thing and she moves out to the end, and then she just, fucking face plants Oof. off and hits the, the big rock at the bottom and it's like a perfect like splat yeah and her it was her head yeah that like just goes explodes like a pumpkin and Oof. every the, the two people freak the fuck out yeah and that's the first couple to disappear because like they're like fuck this we're out of here and then the guy goes up and he misses the fucking rock oh yeah and breaks his legs and stuff and now he's still alive and they're they're like, he's what the fuck is going on here? And they're yelling, and the whole community is like, he, the guy's like, oh, and they're all going, oh, oh. yeah, and they're, they're imitating it. it. They're yeah. imitating the emotion, which I thought was really cool that they took that angle. Like when there's an emotion that someone's displaying, everybody in the community starts kind of like m- mimicking that emotion to kind of like spread that emotion. There's one scene where the girl was really upset, and. The other girl takes her into that room and is like, it was after she became the May Queen. And she's like, yeah. breathe, breathe, breathe. And she realized her boyfriend is off fucking someone. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of jumping she, all over the place. She's like, breathe, 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 breathe. And the two of them start. And then other girls are there. And they all start doing like the crying, hyperventilating. And she's like, all of a sudden, she starts calming down. Yeah, it's like, like scream therapy kind of thing. So after that, those two disappeared. Now, the guy is laying there still alive, and they come over with a fucking mallet and just start whacking his fucking – his whole family comes over and hits him in the head with the mallet. And and that's the beauty of, of Ari Aster in his movies is that 
it's not a gore fest. It's not no. carnage candy. But the things he does, gore wise and violence wise, right. is very real and very like. Holy there's no shit. like music of like did it did it you know. It's like thud, thud, yeah, thud, and you're like fuck. Like you're, it's like you're watching it for real, and it's just really freaky, which yeah. I love. I love it. It's great. So that one couple that came with another person, yeah, come with this core group. They were know. a different group. Yeah, they they came with another guy. They're like, fuck this, fuck this, and then she's running around going like, where is he? And like, oh, there wasn't room in the truck. We took him separately. Yeah, but they're gonna come back for you. Don't worry about it. And I didn't even think anything there. I was like, this is some crazy bullshit at that yeah. point. And it wasn't until he was reading the book and the person comes in and fucking clocks him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and the person's wearing someone else's face. Oh, yeah. And I think it was their other friend who was there who disappeared, too. Yeah. It's just – and it just slow – it's a slow burn. Yeah. It's one of those where it's like little shit starts happening. You can see that these people are annoying. Like, now Christian decides – like, he doesn't – he's just a fucking dude, bro, too. And he's oh, just yeah. like – just like Jim or whatever his name is, and he doesn't know what to do for his thesis. And his friend, who's Josh, who's doing the, the thesis, right. is saying like, "You got to get your ass together. Like this is due." And, and he decides he's going to do it on that community. The same thing, like just and the other guy's just like, "What the fuck, man? Like you're just doing the same thing. What's the big deal? You know?" And it's just you're just like, "Oh, I'm spoiler." Just in the end, it didn't fucking matter. No. <laughs> it just, because you're just like, what a fucking dick. And he's just being a dick to his girlfriend, even yep. though she is whiny, but you <clears throat> kind of feel for him because he's like, she's just like an emotional wreck. And sometimes when, I know it sounds horrible, but like when you have somebody that you care about or love, when they have a loved one, and it's you're kind of removed from it, and yeah. you could see that they're going through so much shit, and you're just helpless. Like, I remember with my, I don't want to get fucking sad here, but, like, my uh, my ex-wife's father died suddenly. We were in hospice, and there's just no way to console the person. No. You just kind of have to be there. I will tell you, I just don't know what to say in those moments to people. I'm not going to, I'm so sorry for your loss. No, no, you just kind of, you, I learned from experience that you just have to be there. You yeah. just have to kind of be there if they want, like, go get me a sandwich or fucking... I'm but really he, thirsty. Can you? I need a drink. Yeah, stuff like that. You you can't be like the constant like it's gonna be all right. Everything's good. Everything's happened for a reason. Blah, blah, blah. But you just have to be there. You just have to be there. Um, this guy is never there no. at all. He's just a fucking. He's annoyed and in you know in deep sometimes you get frustrated and you go, I I I can't help this person. They he's just the dude, kinda, bro. That's like he's mad that her family killed themselves because now he can't get his dick sucked. Yeah, and he's just like, you ruined my fucking trip with my boys, you know? Like, yep. shut the fuck up. So anyway, it starts, um, I mean, I'm talking all about this shit. You should probably no, take yeah. the lead of it. Um, I, so then that one guy who's taking the pictures of the book is clocking the head, and I go, oh, this is not the movie I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be some, like, like I said, you know, she realizes she needs to lead a different life and she finds herself in a, a tale of discovery because I went into this with, like you said, zero expectations of what it was. Yeah. And if you look at the cover, it's like, you know, for those of you at home watching, uh, if you look at the cover of this, it's her with this uh, crown of flowers mm -hmm. 
crying, sort of crying there. And I'm like, oh, it's one of these hippy dippy, lovey feely. It in Ooh. no way, shape, or form does it. Re- I Ew. mean, like, Hereditary. You look at the poster and stuff. You're like, okay, this is a fucking horror movie. Yeah. This, I'm like, oh, it's not a horror movie. This is just, you know. And that's the beauty of this movie is that it's so misleading and so different from the typical tropes of horror that you're yeah. like, and I don't even, I don't even know if you would call it a horror movie. I mean, I guess you would, but it's more than that. It's just. It's an emotional fuck. In oh your head. boy, is it? You know, <laughs> so they start going, uh, like you said, things start to go wrong. The one guy pisses on like the sacred tree. So, so those two know. people who died, they cremate them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cremate them, and they spread their ashes on this tree. Mm-hmm. And then later on, that guy. Who was like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm going to go take a nap. This is the people jumping off the cliff. Oh, yeah. He's like, dude, fucking something interesting happens and you let me sleep. Um, They're in this field. And he goes, oh, he goes over to the tree where they just put the ash and starts pissing. And they start losing their fucking minds. Oh, as you would. They're like, that's our our ancestor tree. That's where the remains of all of our ancestors goes. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, it's just fucking tree. It's a dead tree. And he's like trying to explain why he pissed on the tree. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're in a fucking field. A huge field. You had to go for the fucking tree. <laughs> like it just yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> so, and then he disappears. Yes. And they're like, "Come with us, come with us." And he's like, "Okay." And then you never see him. But then what? The Christian guy at yeah. one point is like tripping balls because mm. they give him this drink. Yep. And he goes into this shed, and there's the fucking guy who they're like, "Oh no, he went to town already. We took him to the thing. He's gonna meet you there." Yeah. Still alive. Strung up, and you know he's still alive because they cut him open from the back and pulled his lungs through. Ooh, yeah, there's a name for it. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, where they cut you open and pull your lungs through your back, and you see his lungs like pulling air in and going out. Yeah, and they have like this zombie dust that they like in your face, and they blow yeah. it in his face. He turns around. There's people, and the guy goes and blows it in his face. He's like, yeah, and then they just close his eyes. It, it's like he's flying like an angel kind of thing in this yep. like shed, and yeah, his fucking lungs are still. Bre- it's a Viking thing. They did. I think they did that in the show Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnar. Ragnar. Ragnarok Ragnar. is something different. <laughs> well, it's all based on the same thing, but they did something like that in 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 Rag in Ragnar. Viking, the Vikings show. Yeah, Vikings. Sorry, in yeah. Vikings, they did something like that in that, where they did that to someone. I don't know. Yeah, and then after that, it just starts getting fucking weirder and weirder. You find that. And then, yeah, they, they give Christian, uh, they have one of their big ceremonies with the drinks. And um, did you catch that he drinks, like, the, the menstrual cycle? No, it's called the Blood Eagle. Yeah. So I saw when he was walking across, there's that tale of the woman who's, like, in love with the guy. So she does the rune, and, the, and mm-hmm. then she cuts her pubes and puts them in a pie. Yep. And then he eats it and then falls in love with her. Yeah. And then he's eating the fucking pie. He's like, I think I just ate a pube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just... that, that thing is called a Blood Eagle. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to, you know, hypnotize him into that. And then they, they drag him. For some reason, they pull Christian as, like, the fucking... The, the breeder or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, they need fresh blood to keep the inbreeding out. So the, the sister of their friend, like, falls in love with him, puts that thing under his bed all creepy, like, I want him. He's going to be mine. Mm. And they drug him so that he'll fuck her. And now the, him having sex with her was like, 
he goes into this room and she's laying in this thing of flowers, like with her, le- and then she spreads her legs, but you don't see like yeah, it's from her legs, and then he comes over and he's like between her legs, and there's all these women standing around like chanting, and as she's like starting to moan, they start to moan. It was yeah, and then the woman woman gets down and holds her hand, and he's like looking at her, and she's like, no, look at her, and like there's a whole thing, and then the old lady who's behind him yeah. as he's thrusting, like pushing his ass, like let's help you along there a little bit, pal. Can you, can you finish <laughs> this up? We got things to do. Yeah. And and the girlfriend like sees it. She hears it. She doesn't see it. Oh. And the fact I think she picked up on because like no no you don't want to go in there. There's nothing in there for you. And she's like, oh my god, that's my boyfriend having sex with someone. Yeah. And that's the whole crying thing where they start like helping her. But yeah. So then they dust him. He runs out of there and goes and that thing gets dusted. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, she's the May Queen because she won the dance contest. Yes, they have this whole big dance ca- like around the Mayflower kind of thing. But this is where everything starts to come to her because they have that ceremony where they talk about the nine. Was it nine? Mm. The nine people who gave their lives or whatever. Yeah. And it has to be like outsiders and people from the village that have to do it and then they put him in that big house <laughs> and set it on fire but before they do it they give her the choice of who the last person is going to be yeah. either a willing volunteer from the family from the from village the, yeah and they do a fucking little ball lottery thing and it's like oh and it's like okay him or your boyfriend yeah and next thing you see they put the boy they dissecting the bear yeah. which is funny because in the beginning they're walking across and there's a bear in a cage like are we just gonna ignore the bear yeah <laughs> like and yeah the and they say that like, like are we not gonna say anything about the bear guys yeah like yeah it's just the bear keep going yeah <laughs> and they gut the bear mm. and put him into the fucking bear yes and he's zombified so he's alive he sees everything go, but he can't move, and he's in this fucking bear costume. Yep. And aren't there, there's other people in the- right? There's two people who had volunteered to be the sacrifices, if you will. I guess they only do this like once every ninety years or some shit. Like yeah, that. it was a big deal that they went there, and that's the reason. They some went. of the other stuff, like the people jumping off the cliff, is like when you reach seventy-two, that's what you do. Yeah, because you can't contribute to the society anymore, so you willingly give up as a sacrifice. But they save them for like, hey, like they cut off their faces and that was the face. They cut off their faces to put on these like dolls that they're going to (laughs) burn in sacrifice. And uh, the two people like, thank you for your sacrifice. Some of the whatever so that you don't feel. And they start catching on fire. And next thing you know, the guy's fucking screaming. He's like, wait, I thought I wasn't going to feel shit. Yeah. They're all screaming, and the and the Christian can't say anything because he's fucking zombified, but he's burning to a yep. crisp. And then at the end, they just kind of fucking. She's, I mean, Florence P has got all these flowers around her. Yeah, she's, she's like the May, uh, the May Queen or yep. the Flower Queen. Um, and it just kind of end like you don't know what happens to her. Nope. She's just standing there with all the flowers, and everybody's just kind of there. So it's like I don't think she's coming back. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah. You think she becomes part of the community? I mean, I guess she has to. I mean, it's not something where... And I, I really don't see these movies as being, like, franchises or sequels or something like oh. that. Like, When do I, we find out what happened? Because that's not the point. What happens after that's not the point. No, and you'll see when you watch Hereditary, it's very similar in that aspect where it ends and you're like... Where you're like, okay. It, it's not like, a oh, my God, that's it. It just kind of ends, and you're like, well, what the fuck's going to happen to it? Well, okay. 
That was fine. What happens to that character is not the point of this. And it and it, it doesn't bum you out. It's not like one of those like what the fuck like mid Midsummer was the same way where it was just like yeah I hate I those guess. movies that you get to the end you're like that's it yeah what the fuck yeah so it's just like okay she's the flower queen and uh, that's it you know and she's pretty much and, and and essentially she really has nothing to go back to no. I mean her family's her dead. family's dead her boyfriend's now dead yeah she's Bur- got no friends yep so you know why not be the flower queen it seems like they. Near the end, when she does win the contest and she becomes the flower queen, like everybody daunts over her. She's like, she's like the 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 guest of honor. Yeah, and that's what makes me wonder because they say they do it every ninety years, but the one guy um, Pele who brings them there, yeah, he talks to her like, "I'm an orphan too. My my parents died. They burned up in a fire." Mm. And I'm like, wait, I thought this only happened like once every ninety years. Yeah, well, or, it, may, it could just be coincidence that they burned in a fire. Yeah, maybe, maybe they were in the uh, the old barn and the cow kicked over the lantern. And maybe they were one of the sacrifices of the other ones. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it would have been, been 90 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, I, you kind of you know, suspend your disbelief a, a little bit. It's a cuckoo movie. That's yeah. all I knew. And I'm very happy I watched it because that's the kind of shit I dig. Yeah. Movies like that. Movies that are like jump scare. I'll get like, the, oh, shit. Like, but they don't scare me. No, Even it, Friday the 13th in them, I'm like. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what's great about this movie, and I'm super excited for you to watch Hereditary, just because it's not, it's very, it's not the typical jump scare, it's not the music that's like, like all the stuff that's that cues you into it, it just, it's like you're watching a fucking documentary, like, yeah. uh, I don't know, I'll have to throw another horror movie at you, The Green Inferno, um, Eli Roth one, it's very similar to that. Like it's like Cannibal Holocaust. Okay. Um, but it's it's uh, there's no soundtrack. There's no like it's it's like you're watching a found. It's like a found footage. Uh, I can't do found footage shit. No, it's not found footage, but it's that's what I'm saying. It's like a found footage thing, but it's not shot that way. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like it's uh, it's. It's pretty fucked up. Um, you can, we could watch the trailer after no, we after th- we hang up movie. here. But... I, w- I was going on a Netflix for the Green Inferno mm-hmm. to put it in my queue. Wait, this is not. Is this the one where they the cannibals? They're um, in that... they were exploring. They... Why did you say Eli Roth? Because he wrote it and directed it. Oh, oh, he's not in it. So. So yes, I have seen this movie. Yeah, that one's pretty messed up. Yeah, because mm. they're like in this thing, and they're in the and then they realize like they're eating their friend. Yeah, because they 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 went to this jungle thing for like a protest kind of thing. And yeah, and they get captured by the tribe, and then they start eating them and stuff. But there's like it mid midsummer, this you know Green Inferno, all these movies where it's like there's no big soundtrack, there's no big score. You just hear the brutality of it, and it's like you're watching a found footage, but there's just no shaky the, cam the, and the, all that. The shit. brutality and sound, and like the the sound effects of all the brutality, is the soundtrack. The sound of that woman falling off the quarry into that thing, you just hear the thud or the it, splat every time they whack him in the head. Yeah, it's just it's disturbing. So, on the chub meter, on this uh, newfound uh, late oh, I, to the party, I, I I give it a full chub. <laughs> Told you, fully erect. Yeah, yeah. So anybody, uh, if you haven't had a chance to check out Midsummer, um, I highly recommend it. My boy here highly recommends oh, yeah. it now. Um, and you know, 
definitely with these episodes, we want you to uh, look let into us these know. things and look, let us know. Watch the movies. Let us know what you think. Is there a movie that you know surprise us? Say like I didn't. I've never seen Citizen Kane. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, I, I've never seen Citizen Kane. Oh, Neither have I, so it's fine. Never seen um, fucking what's that? Uh, I don't know nothing about Birth No Babies. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh God, you've never seen Gone with the Wind? Nope. Yeah, now that's that's one we've seen over that 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 was one of those movies where you know what I have seen? What's that? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, toot sweet toot sweet. <laughs> so anyway, if there's movies out there that you're like. That you always get called out on when you go at a party and you're, and you're like, hey, do you see this new movie I saw? Like next, you know, um, unless John gets to her and Terry first, I think our next late to the party will be me watching Avatar um, yeah. and giving my explanation on it. Um, and we also want to do like other episodes like this. Um, we're thinking about maybe even a Patreon where we'll do these late to the parties and ranks and deep dives and stuff uh, only for your patrons. So think about that. But we're going to give you this one free because we're like fucking drug dealers and that's what we do. So I'm yeah. just a fucking gigolo. And everywhere I go. Yeah, hit that late to the party, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. So go. Uh, oh. Hey, uh, how you all doing there? This is a great party. Uh, love your hair over there. Hey, uh, I just checked out this new movie that was on the HBO Max Prime. Thing, and, uh, have you ever seen that brand new movie, uh, Goodfellas? Fuck, I offered you a chance when we could have done something, and you blew it. You blew it. Ladies and gentlemen, A-Pal, what's new presents... Late to the party.